You're now listening to Live Chat Radio. Coming up, well, I bet you there are things that we feel spiritually inclined to do, but because it doesn't seem like a logical thing to do, right. we don't do those things because we're scared or because it's not logical or because it, because it doesn't make any sense. Hey everybody, welcome to Life Chat Radio, where we do exactly what the name says. We chat about life. So I'm your host, E. Cal with E. Calloway Management. And I'm Felicia Benton with the Zoe Communications Agency and Alicia Magazine. Yes. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're very excited to have you listen to us wherever you are, whether it's day or night or... Those are their only two options. Day, day or night. Or night. It's either <laughs> Afternoon, the daytime. morning, <laughs> evening, all of that. Either the weekend. sun is out or the sun is down. <laughs> either option is fine with it's us. It's fine because we're podcast, so you can listen to us anytime. So thank you for listening to us whatever time you choose to do it right now. You're welcome. So the first things first today. Hey, we want you guys every time you turn on Live Chat Radio to pull out your phones yes. and to find us in social media land. Yes, that's my first dramatic voice of the day. Social it's media not, land. It's not going to be the last. You're right. <laughs> I might sing some songs along the way. That's fine. Um, but anyway, social media. Everything is Life Chat Radio. You can even Google it. Yes. You can Google Life Chat Radio, Instagram, Life Chat radio twitter live chat radio facebook we're gonna be there so ready set go do it yeah all that kind of stuff and you can also email us um as well live chat radio at gmail.com if you have some like topic suggestions or you want us to talk about something specific do that right on um so and also make sure that you subscribe right now you can go to our website um lifechatlive.com and so you can sign up for our newsletter Um, we'll send you all information about what's happening in our live land as well as our radio land and everything all things live chat um we'll keep you up to date on all the smart things that you want to know that's what we do they're smart things for smart people (laughs) (laughs) which are all of us and you as well hopefully if you're listening if you're listening to the show if you're listening to live chat radio you're pretty you're pretty freaking smart there you guys so that's what we're uh that's what we are oh that's no. what we want you to do. Go yeah, to the that's website. what we want you to do. And now what are we talking about this week? So this week's topic is called waiting for my rocket to come. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it sounds so clever. I would love to think that I made <laughs> that up. I didn't. There's a song by Jason Mraz, and I'm sure he got it from somewhere, too. Which I have never so, heard of this song, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I hope we're going to play it. It's a great song. Sing it a little bit, please. <laughs> Just a curbside prophet with my hand in my pocket and yeah. waiting for my rocket to come. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a great song. Yeah, you're just waiting, just waiting for your rocket to yeah. come and get you and take you to the next to big next, awesome thing big in thing. your life. Yeah. It's so unrealistic. It is. But I grew up thinking that that's what happened. Like you just go through life mm-hmm. and then you wait for the awesome thing to happen. Right. And then boom, you catapult to success yeah. you, because that's how it happens. That's because you hear stories of people who's like, one day I just woke up. And then I had a billion dollars in my doorstep. Like, that's not realistic. That's a lot. Like, stop it. Yeah, but it's easy to start getting discouraged about things not happening for you because you think that the way it's supposed to happen is that the rocket is supposed to come right. and take you. Right. But we are learning and discovering and we should teach our children as well that while there is some truth and great things just happening, the truth of the matter is that a lot of that depends on what we 
do Absolutely. in order for those things to happen. Yes. Which leads us to our quote mm-hmm. that was said by <laughs> come on, one quote of the for smart, today. Come on, quote for the day. <laughs> our quote for the day is by a wise man named yes. Brother Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Yes, yeah. minister. I Actually, maybe not minister because he's like kind of minister. what like, is he Buddhist or like, something? I mean, but it's minister. Okay, it's minister, minister Mahatma. <laughs> Sorry, Gandhi. Um, so Gandhi said so simplistically: mm-hmm. the future depends on what you do today. I see your eyes doing Man. the squinty thing, as if like, to imply. That maybe it's I should so do good. some things so that my future yeah, will look bright. It's so imperative. We were just talking. The, the reason why we actually came up with this whole topic is because we were talking about the importance of what you're doing right now to really open up all of these doors that happen in the future. And so right. opportunities that we are currently in right now only happen because of actions that we took months ago. Absolutely. And like we didn't even realize that this was going to happen at the way that it's happening, but it is. Absolutely. And even for for those who are spiritual who want to think of it from a really spiritual place. Y'all deep people. Ah, yeah. Jesus. Oh. Jesus is down there in the depths. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> and the high. Yeah. He's up high. And he looks low. And he looks low. Come on <laughs> no, here. But even with that, we um we always talk about, you know, walking in the spirit mm-hmm. and having faith. But I bet you there are things that we feel spiritually inclined to do, but because it doesn't seem like a logical thing to do, right. we don't do those things because we are scared or because it's not logical or because it because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so there are a lot of things that we miss out on just because we don't take the steps that even our intuition says do, says go do it, do. do it yeah. yeah absolutely and I think that we live I, I mean and I can't even speak for everyone I can only speak for myself but I know that I have lived in fear mm-hmm. for a really long time sure. with just taking that initial step mm-hmm. or actually like you know you God tells you to do something your gut tells you to do something sure. and then you get to the point of almost doing it and then you stop because of fear right of what people are going to think What's going to happen? Or you don't have all the immediate tools and resources mm. right in front of you to do it the way you think it's supposed to be done. Right. But what we don't often realize is that we have just enough that we need to at least take the step. Mm-hmm. And so if you take the step, then what generally happens is that the more that you need comes to you right. as you take the step. That's so good. That's really deep. Well, the more... Because Jesus was down the more, here. The more the more steps you take, the more it comes to you. But that's so very true, you mm-hmm. guys. Like it's it's really all your results are really all in your actions. Mm-hmm. And so if you are not if you're at a place in your life right now, you're listening to this podcast and you realize that you have a list of things a list of things to do that you haven't done yet. And it was something that I realized myself is that I created all of these lists, mm. right? Mm. Oh, things I got to accomplish today. Things mm. I got to do today. Mm. Things, my success list. Okay. And I actually started naming them different things too, like accomplishment list. Wow. And success list. That's like deep. that was going to really help me do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't, you know, so at the end of the day or month or year, I, literally had lists of things that I was supposed to be accomplishing or, you know, doing to be successful. And I would look back at it like, man, had I done that, Mm. I'd probably be somewhere different right now. Or my clients would be somewhere different because it was mostly things that were geared toward doing things for them or doing things for my business or Mm. whatever the case is. So, you know, get out of the habit of, I'm not saying that the to-do list thing is terrible because at least it keeps you on track. But get out of the habit of thinking that just because you write it down, mm, it's write gonna the make vision. You do, yeah, it, but the Bible it's says make you do it. Esther, 
to write the vision uh-huh. and make it plain. And make it plain. You got to make it plain. <laughs> I don't what know what, is, what it says that after mean? that. <laughs> <laughs> what does it make it plain have to do with it? <laughs> but this is what no it also says. Don't is ask that faith that. without works is dead. You better be you guys. quoting the scriptures. Come on here. We're quoting scriptures the- on Life Chat Radio. <laughs> I'm um, gonna tell my dad to listen this week. I know, right? We hey, actually dad, said some real guess like, what we did. Words. We said things that are we did, in we've the Bible. We at least three scriptures since we started. I think you've done the bulk of the biblical quoting <laughs> today. <laughs> I was just saying. You, did you go to church it's today? Imperative. I didn't. Oh, I thanks for calling say, me. Out. I thought you were gonna say, "Yeah, I did." That's why I was gonna say, "Oh, that's why you're feeling so holy and inspired, and all of the scriptures." Thank you for calling me to, out, Felicia. I, you're the best. Shade. What your mama say? How your mama say? Yes, that's all. You're giving me all the shade right now. Not intentionally. I was under the holy bus. You said question as to imply that you probably went to church because you were feeling holy inspired. (laughs) No, I didn't actually. (laughs) Okay, those were coming from the gut. Yeah, it's just coming from the gut. It's just one of those things that's in there, right? Uh huh. Um, But train up a child. You hear me? Hallelujah. Come on. Come on here. That's what we did. That's what they did for they you. Did they trained up. up the child. My dad trained me up. Would you just well. say, dear Pastor Esther's father in heaven? Edward Calloway. Thank you. Pastor Edward Calloway. <laughs> we thank I you. I appreciate you. Yes. I so appreciate you. But seriously, though, I really do. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and not just from like this the spiritual side, but just right. natural. Like he he was a great guy. Um, but yeah, you guys, so, so again, what we're talking about right now is how to get out of like this whole complacency that we sometimes get stuck in with our lives and our businesses and our families, like it's all about taking action. And so that's what we're talking about today. Our word for the day speaks to that as well. Mm -hmm. Sister Esther. Talk talk about that word for the day. Our word for the day. I meant to actually look up the the definition. So the thing is that Esther is always responsible for the words of the day. Always, always, always. But today. Day, she was having a fart of the brain oh, and that's fine completely. sometimes the brain farts and that's okay yeah <laughs> i did it it was it was a poop mine was a poop <laughs> <laughs> i had a brain poop who says that <laughs> I who says that you said okay it. so go okay i have I've, the definition i've got it, it in two places okay good do you want to do it or you want me to no, do it? no you give the word and i'll Good. So today's word of the day is catalyst. Yes, catalyst. So it means something which incites activity. Mm. Is that what that one says as well? No, this one has um, two definitions. Okay. The first one is more science related, but it is a substance that increases the rate of a chemical reaction without itself undergoing that, any permanent. That, it, no, this will <laughs> preach. Hold on just a second. Wait, Sister Esther. <laughs> catalyst. <laughs> A substance that increases the rate of a chemical reaction without itself undergoing any permanent chemical change. Do you know what that means, Sister Esther? No. That it's means a catalyst. That's that what the it means. catalyst can cause something to, to happen change. Okay. without Come on, it affecting Come on, word. itself. I'm so mad. If you guys are seeing this video right now, if you're just <laughs> listening to the audio... <laughs> When I tell you she had all the preacher hands. Because that like means, the, Sister Esther, you can be choir, in the world. But not Change of, the world. But not be of the world. Hallelujah. They shake their hands. Play. That's because they have the do, play. Do, 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 do. That's true, though. That's Feel actually free. that's actually really good. <laughs> that's a great scientific you definition. So, you are, listen, we are giving y'all so much church this today. That's because I went to church. Not. I don't know about <laughs> it, you. It's coming out. It, I don't oh, know what you come to again, do. Again, Shade, 
Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Lady Benton. <laughs> you Please, don't. Me all day, Please don't. All <laughs> Please. Nonetheless, nonetheless, uh, catalyst. You guys. <laughs> that's what. Yeah. So we have so guests true. that are catalysts. We have we one do. specific one. He's a fantastic catalyst. He is, Mr. Catalyst Roger for Franklin. change. Yes. As, as a matter of fact, his his uh, company is called Action Center. That's so it's all about action. Yeah, that's really um, appropriate. Mr. Roger Franklin. We're so excited to have him on today. So we'll be talking to him a little bit later in the show. Um, but yeah, that's what we were talking about. Let's see. Oh, we, we still have plenty. How, I can't tell how much time we have. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, we're, we're I see it time. now. Okay. Well, then we'll come back and we'll talk to uh, to Mr. Roger in just a second. Do they call him Mr. Roger? Like Mr. Roger's so. neighborhood? I don't think like so. Like if he ever goes into a neighborhood, do they say it's, it's Mr. Roger's neighborhood? It's clever. It could work. It could work actually for the because that's exactly what he does. He goes in the neighborhood, so maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe you just gave him a new brand. Well, hashtag you're welcome for free. Well, no, you gotta let him. <laughs> you gotta tease him a little bit because folks don't be believing that you know how to do what you say you know, you know how to what do. Man. That's oh, for real. That's, that's so true. true. Until you become a catalyst. Yes, and then, until you Sister become Esther. until you start taking action with that thing. Like look at you, us. If you actually are saying that you're an expert of something, this is this is not even like a total side note because it's on the note. Look at you. Talking about. Look at you being on the note. On the note, mm. people. If you're talking about that you are an expert at whatever this it is, is good. but you're not really going. taking any action or you're not creating change mm. in your arena, you're not really Michael an Jackson expert. said you got to make that change. Yeah, you got to start with the man in the mirror. Ooh, we did too. <laughs> Boom. This is so much right now, y'all. I just love it. This is so funny. And this is real. <laughs> this is, this That's is our true, life. though. Do you know how many people, though, they call themselves experts and in they and inside of things, but they, one, mm-hmm. don't know that thing like they should. Right. Number one. Number two, they ain't doing nothing about it. Let's, I'm guilty of that sometimes. Let's even so. talk about expert. Like, wh- let's what talk do you about think it. an expert is? Like, let's define it. Well, what, what would be your definition you of an expert? You have the Google box in front yes, of you. Yes, I am. I mean, so, of course I'm going to Google it, but I'm just asking you from your own personal professional experience. Own, so that's good. I feel like an expert, first of all, should always be learning. Mm-hmm. There's no such that's thing good. as an expert who knows everything. Mm-hmm. But if someone is going to deem themselves an expert, they should know more substantially than the people that they call themselves serving. Hmm. That's interesting. That's mm-hmm. very interesting. And so there are some places that I think people want to go, mm-hmm. but they can't go there yet because they don't know enough to be there. Say that again. I don't know what I said. <laughs> you, just, you just actually said something right there. You just bless the people. There are some, some places that people want to go, but they don't know enough to be there yet. They don't have the capacity. Yeah. They haven't studied enough. They haven't learned enough. So mm-hmm. they can't necessarily call themselves an expert because right. they don't know enough to be an expert. Right. And if you want to attract some people that pay you more that will uh, be better clientele for you or be better customers or whatever. You should Mm -hmm. always be improving to attract the people that you say that you want to be able to service, but you can't say I am in marketing and branding Mm -hmm. and I want to work for the president of the United States of America. And I don't have the knowledge to be able to do it because I've been working for Bo Bo Diggity down the street at the chicken shack. (laughs) It's a totally different mindset. It's a different mindset and you don't have the knowledge yet to be able to attain it. Which is, which goes back to your point of saying that in order to be an expert, you have to continue to grow and learn. Right. And so if you feel like you're an expert in your field, but there's no growth and then you're not doing any type of continued education, I think that's so important like a lot of people you're not reading anything even if that's your goal to 
as a marketing expert to be the the marketing for the president of the United States. What do you need to be doing right now in order to make sure that you are, because that path is not like from the chicken shack to the White House. Read, study, practice. Read, study, practice. Yeah, it doesn't go like that. It's like these gradual little Mm -hmm. bite-sized steps that you have to take on a regular basis. And again, it's action. Like it really is, it really is setting these obtainable goals for yourself and figuring out how I can take or what actionables I need to take every single day to make sure that it happens. Yeah. And it's the amazing, the stuff that will stop coming in your path when you acquire a new set of knowledge. Mm. Like if you start learning on a different level, even about the thing that you want to be an expert in, yeah. there are certain people that won't even be able to talk to you because they can't handle what it is that you have mm. to say. So if you don't want to deal with them anymore, just go learn more. Learn more. Mm-hmm. Oh, so basically you're saying the more that it, you learn, <laughs> the more, the, the less, the, the less people that'll be in your life basically because mm-hmm. they don't want to hear what you got to say well you'll start you can get to the president of the united states you really can mm-hmm. like seriously it that's it, it literally happens in actions you guys okay so here's the definition of expert a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of a skill in a particular area authoritative is a big word oh it is and comprehensive yeah authoritative means that if somebody comes to me i will be able to give them the answer to the question but mm-hmm. how many times do you go and seek somebody who is an ex you that who's called themselves an expert in something and they ask you a question and they don't know the answer to it yeah Exactly. You're not going it, back. Especially, I mean, we're not even like specifically talking about churches, but let's let's go there for just a moment mm. because when you start Esther, talking you've been about scripture know, today, be I careful. Know. When you start talking about uh, ministries and and leadership, this is good, right? This so is good. you go to a church that you are that you are um, that you believe will be able to lead you into sure. your next sure. phase of mm-hmm. your spiritual walk, right? right? And so you go to I've I've had several conversations with leaders, pastors, preachers, whoever that I may ask them a certain question about something that's outside of their their realm and they have no idea what I'm talking about. Or, or outside no idea. of what they traditionally yeah. teach because they've put themselves in the rut of teaching the same thing yeah. and people are okay with it because they don't go read they themselves. Don't go read. But God forbid you go read yourself mm-hmm. and you read something that they're not used to teaching on and they, mm-hmm. don't, know what, they don't know what to say to you. And I think I think a really I think a really good um follower is someone that forces you to learn more, right? So Ugh. if you go if you well, are teaching teaching if you're teaching a congregation or whoever you know that you are that you're investing into and they don't ask questions Mm -hmm. that make you think or make you say hmm let me go and study that a little bit more let me make sure that i'm able to address that then something isn't right with your flock do you know that's how jesus learned this is what Mm. i learned from my daddy come on so the rabbis would teach what they call the talmids the Mm -hmm. talmids were the students and the way that they would learn is that the rabbi would ask a question Mm -hmm. and the plight of the talmid would be to ask a question in response and so the question that the rabbi asked would force the person they were were teaching to think deeper and think further enough in Mm -hmm. order to progress the the line of thought further Ah. so it was a constant exchange of questions as opposed to question answer done Mm -hmm. so it was one question to one question Mm -hmm. to another question Mm -hmm. that's so good the constant evolution of questions i just really feel like we've had like a a bible like bible study that's because we've been taught the ways of the lord yes but a lot of the kind of i mean we try we god we try actively trying though i mean that's our goal right to actually (laughs) actively try esther we're not sitting around waiting for our rocket to come that's definitely that's for truth yeah, absolutely. So, you guys, we're going to take a um, quick pause for the cause, and we will be 
right back. We're going to be talking to our first catalyst. See, I got the win. You did it. You used it appropriately. I did. Mr. Roger Franklin with Action Center. Um, So he's going to be talking about his ministry and um, what it all entails. um, And like, who is this this guy? Who is this catalyst? And what is he he doing to change his community? So we'll be right back. Live chat radio. Well, I started way back in NYC. When I stole my first rhymes on the MIC At a West End Avenue in 63 The beginning of a leap year, February 96 When a guitar picked it up in the mix I committed to the licks like a nickel bag of tricks Well, look at me now, look at me now Look at me now, 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 now I'm a curbside prophet with my hand in my pocket And waiting for my rocket to come I'm just a curbside prophet with my hand in my pocket And I'm waiting for my rocket, y'all Never to never to guess what I bet and bet and mess and I have no regrets. I bet my whole checking account that it all amounts to nothing up in the end. You could always count that on the road again will soon be on my radio dial. I'll be paying close attention to the wooden house and style like a, a band of gypsies on the highway. And while I'm that one man pushing on that California skyline, I drive up the coast, I'm bragging, I boast. And I'll be picking up my pace and making time like space goes. Raising a toast to the highway patrol with the most. Cause my cruise control zone coast. And I'll be touring around the nation on extended vacation. And I got Elsa the dog who exceeds. My limitations, I'm like, I like your style, crazy pound pup. You need a ride? Well, go on, girl. I hop in the truck with the curbside profit, a hand in my pocket, a waiting for my rocket to come. I'm just a curbside profit with my hand up in my pocket and then waiting for my rocket, y'all. And I'm just a curbside profit with a hand in my pocket, waiting for my rocket to come along. I'm just a curbside profit with my hand in my pocket and I'm waiting for my rocket, y'all. And I'm a down-home brother, redneck, undercover with my guitar here, I'm ready to play. Just a sucker for a filly, got a natural ability, get the freestyle, check out my flexibility. I'm dangerous on the mic, my head up, hats cock right, they all like, oh, that kid is crazy. The backstage bed is taking more than they can get, they all like, what's up with them, I'll raise it. Hey, Something different in my world today They changed my traffic sign To a bright yellow I said, hey, 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 hey Something's different in my world today They changed my traffic signs To a brighter shade of holiday Hey everybody, what's up? This is E. Calloway Make sure you sign up for our newsletter today by going to LifeChatLive.com. Get updates on the Live Chat Podcast, Live Chat Live, and other great events, conversations, and more that we want to share with you. Sign up now at LifeChatLive.com. You're listening to Live Chat Radio. I don't know 
listening to live chat radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to Live Chat Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. So hopefully you know exactly what we're talking about today, which is waiting for my rocket. Ship. Always waiting for the next <laughs> big thing. Yes, y'all was waiting. And so we want to talk about how to get out of that waiting. 
phase, right? And so stop being stagnant and kind of waiting for stuff to happen. From waiting to creating. Yeah, waiting to creating, actually creating some actionables and how you can actually take some steps to get to your next level. So word for today is catalyst. We have our first catalyst on um, our show. and We're very excited to have him on, Mr. Roger Franklin. How are you? We, you got to talk right now. You got to get right on up in there, Roger. You got to get on up in there. <laughs> Shout out to the producer, Vision Media, doing it. Doing it. So um, how are you? Welcome to Live Chat Radio. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me on. Yes, honor. it is. We're very excited to have you on. So talk a little bit about, or won't you tell our listeners about yourself and like how you even started the Action Center? Well, Action Center, it was birth out of... Um, a man who was tired of acting mm-hmm. and wanted to do, I consider myself a stunt man in ministry. Mm-hmm. And Action Center has been around about 24 years. And um, I started Action Center because of two things. I was tired of seeing kids hungry mm-hmm. and I was tired of seeing impoverished um, communities. Sure. And because of that, um, I had a burn just to go out and help put a dent in it. and started very very minimum out of back of my trunk Mm -hmm. i went from one box of onions to seven semis later nice averaging about one hundred eighty-seven thousand pounds of non-perishables a month nice yeah that's insane i know it is but it started with your onions started with it all started with some onions (laughs) don't preach (laughs) (laughs) like like seriously she needs to like go ahead and get that on your second calling it's on you bro it's on you you're running you're running felicia (laughs) i'm in this microphone Mm. that's gotta count for something isn't it funny how people tell you that you're running boo Mm. and i'm like right here didn't i just share on the microphone (laughs) running for my life (laughs) if anybody asks you Keep mm. going, cause right. I gotta make all the all the song references. So much right now. Okay, we're back. So, <laughs> so, so Roger, tell us a little bit of how, um, like, like what's the impact that you've been seeing with you even starting um, this, you know, this action network, this action center, mm-hmm. and really targeting inner city, mm-hmm. right? You're targeting mm-hmm. inner city um, mm-hmm. youth. Is it just is it a specific age, age no, group or no? We our vis- mission and vision is anyone with twenty four thousand dollars a year or less mm-hmm. income community, mm-hmm. and that can be single mothers, single fathers, struggling families, because yeah. majority of them are on some form of government assistance. Yeah. Sure. And I just think that is it's okay for temporary, but for permanent solution, yeah. I think it's it's time to put it in and make that change. So, have you noticed anything specific with like even the mind frame from from question. one compute from one community to a, another? Like you mm-hmm. know, you you're targeting basically communities that are you know low income under twenty four thousand mm-hmm. dollars a a year. So, mm-hmm. what is their mindset, and how is it different from someone that's you know making sixty thousand dollars a year, or whatever right. the case is? Well, and, and with Action Center, my ministry pretty much covers zip codes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't do the door-to-door thing, and I, I'm mm-hmm. not knocking that. That's kind of ancient stuff, but we do more zip code Well, you better outreach. speak to it. Yes. We heard you. ancient. <laughs> and zip code is average 21,000 homes. Okay. Most of your zip codes just average that. Mm-hmm. Some are more. Cities like Dallas are larger. They mm-hmm. may be 40,000 homes. Sure. Mm-hmm. So what I found in those zip codes with the segments that I feel God called my ministry to reach mm-hmm. is they're, they're just like the people in the affluent areas where we may live or where I'm kind of like Robin Hood. I go to the rich, mm-hmm. get and take to the poor and help them come out their hole. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they're the same concepts. 
both sides have the same issues. Yeah, sure. It's just with that zip code areas that I'm interested in, uh, the people are frustrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think frustration is what makes these men and women and young teens do what they do. Sure. Right. You know, they get frustrated and they get, then they get angry mm-hmm. and then you act out in ways just to survive. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think every gang member, every struggling community, people are just bad people, and even though our crime and murders are up the most in that community. Yeah. And I'm, I'm finding out why they are the way they are. There's a root cause. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's angry. They're yeah. mad. They're frustrated. Sure. They're, you know, most don't have a personal vision. Mm-hmm. So they don't know why they wake up in the morning. And, sure. Wow. You know, and I believe that's what we're supposed to do. Help them find that out. Sure. Well, I have a question for you before. But before I ask it, you have a guest that's with you. Yes. And yes. I want to make sure we introduce him as well. So why don't you introduce yourself, good sir? Get up in that microphone. Let us know who you are. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's an honor and a privilege to be here sharing with you on this evening. My name is Prince Robertson, uh, the first senior, okay. and I am glad to be a part of Action Center. Yes, right absolutely. Well, welcome, Prince. Well, He's our executive director. Okay. Nice. Executive I love those, I love those, like, those <laughs> titles. Come on. I mean, it, that basically means that you do a lot of work. Right. Basically. That's exactly what that means. The first, the senior, and yes, the prince. and the prince, <laughs> and the executive producer. Come on here, leader. You were just born. You were destined to it, actually. That's chief servant. Yes, that's a chief servant. Right. I, first I like to that. serve. First yeah. to serve. Absolutely. Right on. So a question for you. Um, you were talking about how um, the people who were in that financial segment that there may there are a lot of them on government assistance but you said how it's the plight for that to be a temporary fix not a a long-term thing Mm -hmm. so my question is and I'm sure it's one that a lot of conservative kind of politically conservative Mm -hmm. people would have is how do you help people to trans transform their mindset Mm -hmm. about not being dependent on you or being dependent on the government for their survival right Mm. well it's not as hard as most think Mm -hmm. everybody wants to feel proud sure Mm -hmm. and I think when you can accomplish something on your own it brings on a sense of personal pride very good not the pride that you're bigger or better than anybody but just a a Mm self-worth and so what we like to do is what the Old Testament showed uh, when God told them to cut the farm fields in an oval and he said take the corners of that field and you bring it to the church you give it to the poor Mm-hmm. And since that was supposed to be what is what the government is doing now, mm-hmm. we were always designed to be the ones to take care of the impoverished people. And so what that would do is that they would take those corners and they would bring it to the church and then the church would teach the poor how to plant their own seeds and plant yeah. their own farming. Mm-hmm. And so farms grew in their backyards. Mm-hmm. And then they were able to cut ovals and bring it to the church to help others. And they all had a sense of pride that I've accomplished something. Yeah. And so we want to go in and just help them with a vision, you know, help them with their purpose and find right. out why they're here. And action is actively changing things in our neighborhoods. That's what That's the acronym. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I caught that yeah. just, now. Mm-hmm. Say, <laughs> just now. Say it say it one more time. Actively changing things in our neighborhoods. And what what great words, those last two words in our neighborhoods. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people too, whenever they say they want to be about change or when mm-hmm. they want to start to do mm-hmm. something, they all of a sudden think global. Right. Like I gotta go Very to the good. nations yeah. or I gotta have 10,000 followers on mm-hmm. Instagram in order to be impactful. Mm-hmm. But that was not the in, an intentional mm-hmm. original model. The original mm-hmm. model was to be, even for church life, in, right. in Acts. Like, yeah. it was the people that around each other Start in your local. neighborhoods. So mm-hmm. so the last words of your, of your acronym, really good. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and we do we do things in Africa, have done that. You sure. Know, but it starts in our own backyard. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense for me to go and cut somebody's yard in Africa and my backyard is growing weeds and, and plants in it. So we do want to start at home. Sure. Yeah. And I think, and I'll get off of let my man say something, but I really strongly believe these zip code areas with these type of families, mm-hmm. they want better. Mm-hmm. They really do. Yeah, absolutely. And we just have to bring the tools to help them design that better and not do it religiously or churchy or 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 take advantage of the community. Because I think today, church is not designed for communities anymore. Mm-hmm. I think true. the communities are designed for church. That's true. And wow. we build the churches in the community. People come and it builds the building. We get bigger and better and better. And I've been there, done that. Don't mind it. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. But it doesn't give reciprocity. It doesn't go back into the community like it should. Yeah. And if it did, then we wouldn't see what we see today. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that that's one of the um, the frustrating things about the whole church experience, especially in the inner cities, mm-hmm. is that you see every corner there's a church there's a ministry there's something that's happening but yet at the same time there's no increase in the community so even from a financial perspective you know from going from twenty four thousand to some type of increase in their income some type of increase in you know development businesses you know whether that's black owned businesses or whoever but but businesses that are coming into the community to actually help it and it doesn't seem like that's what's happening with churches like they're just coming in well the bible calls it discipleship Mm -hmm. um and discipleship is a word that's absent from the church altogether we wonder why people uh don't change they don't know how to do life they don't know how to treat women they don't know how to study they don't know they don't know they don't know but the church comes along and does a revival not knocking mm-hmm. revival love revival yeah they come along and do the one-off event they do the one thing you walk down That's the aisle the one-off thing yeah mm-hmm. you walk down the aisle but who is walking alongside to say well what do i do when i go home yeah. every day for the mm-hmm. rest of my life and then they fall off and I, I think that's a good point so what even from the from a, from the action center what happens once you go into these communities you have an event right so you you bring staging you have you know performers you you minister as well and then so what how do you stay connected to the community once that event is over well our first thing we do is we we survey what that zip code needs. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest lack. Mm-hmm. And then we bring the immediate need stuff, the physical need stuff, maybe two, three semi-loads or whatever. We yeah. bring that. Then we invite that whole neighborhood out to come get this help. And then we bring some strong dramatics, strong message, yes. great music. And then we with job fairs and, you know, a whole gamut of things. And then, of course, I preach mm-hmm. pretty strong about how to keep the young people off the streets and so mm-hmm. forth. But then after that's over, we have everybody that's registered and signed in, and then we we come back and do a weekly uh, activity on a smaller level. I love that in that same place that yeah. we did, and we and most of these outreaches average two to three thousand, mm-hmm. but we come back and do a weekly thing, and that's where uh, Pastor Prince comes in, and mm-hmm. he's he's going to be heading up those weekly things where they're teaching maybe to a, a number of one hundred and fifty mm-hmm. or two hundred, and that's a weekly program we're going to put them through that lasts about. It's like an eight-week course, mm-hmm. and it's our purpose planning course. And what it's going to do is design to help them get off government assistance within five years. Wow. That's and we come very in repeatedly cool. with that. Because it's action. It's literally action. It's creating a plan for them to get out of poverty. And I feel like a lot of people don't have that plan, right? Is that yeah, what you absolutely. see a lot, Prince? And I think another thing that, that also uh, benefits this, because we uh, uh, 
we have the history mm-hmm. of doing this before, right? But hindsight is twenty twenty. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so when you have this group of people, the first thing you have to do, the Bible says, know them mm-hmm. that labor among you. That's very good. And that doesn't mean who's going to be in choir, who's right. going to be an usher. Right. You preach. What are yes. your needs? Yes. Uh, what are you doing with your children? Are mm-hmm. you empowering the next generation to be needy? Right. And you can't do that so when good. you run ministry like a business right it's a people service Mm -hmm. and i think what action center is doing is okay we'll help feed you but in exchange for getting this food here's what we need to know that's very good and then also now that we have blessed you with this on this level what are you willing to do uh to compensate for it right yeah right are you willing to Take some job application training. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you willing to learn how to interview? Right. Uh, and these things, are, are, if we don't address this, then we are creating the next generation yes. of needy people Absolutely. right in our own mm-hmm. neighborhoods mm-hmm. while listening right. to us preach, shout, and run down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still keeping you coming back while we're not empowering yes. you with action. Yeah, That's very absolutely. good. And waiting for great. every politician to figure it out for you. Yeah. And, and I mean, it goes back to our topic, waiting for your rocket to come. So if you are literally waiting for someone to do something for you, you're waiting, you're basically waiting to get that check in the mail every single mm-hmm. month um, of whatever it is that you're, you're, you're needing assistance from. But it sounds like the action center is literally bringing actionables to that neighborhood. So not only are we coming in, we're ministering you, we're giving you everything that you need immediately but we're creating steps to get you out of this situation. And so what do you do you ever receive any type of resistance from like you know you you have them sure, you know when you're giving away free stuff, sure. thousands of people come out, right? And so from thousands of people it that then that then that then comes down to 150 people every week. Like do you get resistance from people well, saying I don't really feel like coming to class? No, it now my goal with this city because mm-hmm. I've only been here. I've been planning this for about a year. Mm-hmm. My goal in this city would be 150 per class. Okay, it's normally when we were in Oklahoma and other places, it was 700 per class. Wow. But I have to get build back up to that here. Right. Yeah. I don't want to start out like that, and and we won't be able to manage it properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like what you're saying that waiting on their rocket to come. Mm-hmm. And my thing is this. Why am I waiting on a rocket when I am the rocket? Right on. Mm, yes. Know? And I feel these people are rockets. Mm-hmm. They just don't know that they are rockets. Sure. We mm-hmm. just have to light that flame in them, mm-hmm. and they can fly on their own. Or discovering the rocket within. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they've also been so rejected mm-hmm. that they don't realize it's there mm-hmm. until someone brings it to their attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you're looking for is actually inside of you. Yeah, I'm about to build so some good. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, and the, because it's really hard for people to recognize what they have internally if it's never been activated before. Exactly. So, so coming in and doing classes and making sure, like even from a financial perspective, right? So mm-hmm. you teaching them how to budget. You teaching mm-hmm. them how to use their money. Well, we have banks that are partnering that are coming in. Nice. We're gonna have bank presidents physically come and mm-hmm. share. Right. Banks, uh, and they're gonna also. 
sign up families for second chance banking who's yeah. always had issues and help build their credit. So it's gonna it's gonna reach a, a wide range of things. But yeah. I'm not gonna be teaching no banking. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> right on. My goal is to be on to the next zip code, setting yeah. it up right. and reaching these souls. And we are gonna have a baptism tub there. Right on. Yeah. Somebody may need to you know rededicate. Yeah. It. So we want to help the whole man. Right on. So fr- from you all going or coming from Oklahoma and bringing this idea to Dallas, um, even from the the communities that you've impacted in Oklahoma, Oklahoma, how do you gauge it? How do you really gauge your your results or your success? Well, one, we average three drug houses closing down per month wow. in nice. Oklahoma. Mm. And my program right now, out of the church side of it, the city of Oklahoma City Police Department has adopted it. Mm-hmm. And it's called FACT in Oklahoma, F-A-C-T. They are up and running right now, and it's doing very, very well. That's great. And so we're not going to open FACT here. I just wanted ours to be a little bit different here. Mm-hmm. And and so here we're planning on planning some ministries in those zip codes that we're in to continue doing this and engaging it. We'll mm-hmm. gauge it, by the way, because we're partnering with the police department here as well. Wonderful. Um, and how we gauge it is when numbers of crime and issues start to go down. Right. And that's kind of what we're hoping to see. So is this um, something overall that other... that. Tell me what your plan is, because it sounds like it's something that's working, something that you've built, something mm-hmm. that could be adopted in other places. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, what's your course of action? Of starting uh, here? Of or either people adopting what it is that you do or starting new. I mean, as in doing it in other communities yes. or other zip codes sure, or sure. other cities. Yes. Uh, that is the plan, uh, to start here, and then once this first... Uh, endeavor has happened successfully uh, that's only the beginning sure. we will move throughout wherever uh, but it won't be the first or the last okay very good if that's what you're asking. We're, we're, we're doing it here is called the no crime tour okay and that's how we're starting it our tour is going to start in south and we're planning on doing one large outreach every other month okay until we cover this uh, metro of Dallas. Okay. And then the the month that we're not doing one, that's when we're starting the local intimate session services. Okay. And then we're going to continue that year in and year round until we start seeing this dent put in it. Right on. Mm-hmm. So um, so tell us about your first event. Where is it? Well, looks like the we're going to be in the Ledbetter. Is that Ledbetter? Uh, Zoomwalt. Sure. Mm-hmm. Zoomwalt schools over mm-hmm. in that community. Okay. I don't know the areas at all. I'm just now learning. But um, according to stats, there's two police officers per thousand people over there, wow. and which means and, and crime is pretty high over sure. in that area. Um, not because I, you know, I don't, I don't like to talk about what the problem is. I two love per to thousand, talk about how to get not out. a lot of cops. No, no. <laughs> yeah, and that's one administrator and one street cop. Wow. So you're looking at two per thousand people. So wow. when they do call nine one one and it's late getting there because they don't have enough hands. Right. Now, where I live, there's probably 20 police officers per thousand people. You know? mm-hmm. So they, we make a call, they're coming. Sure. One, because we vote where we are. Yeah. Mm. These particular communities is, is not strong in voting, so mm. city officials aren't really coming in there. But anyway, I didn't mean to get off on that. That's a whole That's really good, though. That, yeah, like, I, I didn't even know that that matters. Like, mm-hmm. basically, oh, yeah. I mean, if you're not voting in that community, you're not getting... The local Police? vote is so powerful. Oh, People are so busy paying attention to Bernie and Hillary, mm-hmm. right. but they're not deciding they how many. They're not, not deciding who coming to knock on your door right. when somebody right. broke Police in. They're not doing that. The yeah. local vote is so powerful. If you ain't yeah. voted for nobody locally, uh, exactly. 
And you look at the people who are I don't don't make me carry on. <laughs> Tell us about your next zip code before I start talking. Your next zip code. <laughs> She's so mill. So we're gonna start in that Zoom where Zoom Walt is. Mm-hmm. That, I think okay. the auditorium seats a thousand. So we're gonna go in and take over that particular school. That's great. It looks like April thirtieth is when we're gonna launch. Wonderful. And I just discovered they had six murders over there. Wow. Um, oh my. Within the last. I don't know, nine months or something like that, the gentleman was telling me. And so a lot of young people over there that are in the middle of that. So that's where we want to start. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to branch and, you know, keep moving around till we... Uh, we're gonna make a lot of noise too. Yes. I, I plan on making some folks. And I look I look forward to hearing all the noise mm-hmm. because this is something that is and it's sad to say, but it's not being done right now on this scale um, in in neighborhoods. And so I think that there's something great that we really need for the Dallas area, not just in Dallas, but you're going to be expanding to different zip codes. But I think that it's great to bring it here to where the need is. Absolutely. So where can people find you and where do you need? No, first, where do you need help Mm -hmm. and where can people find you? Well, we need help in mm, everywhere. (laughs) And I'll let... uh, Pastor Robinson kind of Robertson kind of go into that later, but um, number one, they can find us at www.actioncenterusa.com. See, I'm not the only one that says www. I know. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah, no. that's as old as knocking on doors. You don't have to just knock on doors. You don't have to see how you do it. Shade. There goes that shade. That's the tree. <laughs> Give a shade all day today. I can't What's help it. Just don't acknowledge it. You keep on rolling. Or they can call me at 912-346-9003. Say it one more time. 912-346-9003. Yes. And we'll place them somewhere where we're going to need. Very good. As in volunteers. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're definitely going to need registration. We're looking for, we're going to possibly try to get 17 to 20 barbers showing okay. up. We're going to, mm-hmm. you know, job fairs. It look like 25 uh, employment companies are going to come in. and That's great. So it's a lot more other things we're going to need help. Sure, with. great. Yeah, and then ECM is going to be connected in some type of way because we're going to, we have to get some in, some entertainment there, right? We're, I mean, ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Please go ahead and be boring. We got to get you some artists. We got to get some artists on this stage. Yes, yes, yes. so that's going to be fun. Cool. Well, that's, um, do you guys have any final thoughts to share with us? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to add real briefly that, that there are many components to this, mm-hmm. but in these areas, one thing that's always a dominant effect is jobs. Yeah. But along with that is being employable. Sure. And the person that does our job placement that's handling the job fair, she's also very strong with helping people who have the job history is not too good mm-hmm. and felony friendly companies yeah. and so we what we've tried to do is remove all the hindrances yes. to those who really have a desire and want to step up mm-hmm. and get a job That's but awesome. keep a job yeah. right and so you have to service what people need That's according great. to where they're at mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i'm and really just eliminating any excuse 
as to sure. why you're here. You sure, know, sir. I'm here because I can't find work. I'm here because I've been locked up and they won't hire me. I'm here because whatever the case is, you're coming in and saying, let's eliminate all of those reasons why, like you said, the hurdles, and really figure out, let's get to the root cause as to why you are in this situation and yeah. not just because of life situations. Right. It's something different. It's something deeper than that, you know? Um, so I think that this is so great. Thank you so, so much for being on. No, yeah. Thank you, guys. Brother Roger, you got you a passionate executive over there. Yes. Passionate about this thing. Yes, That's I love awesome. it. That is awesome. Absolutely love it. So again, you guys, you can visit him at www. Oh, <laughs> I, I just do it just because <laughs> it just irritates me so much. Http://actioncenterusa.com, or you can also reach Mr. Franklin at 912-346-9003. We'll be right back with Life Chat Radio. Will your life ever unwind? Don't you know soon it's time? But the truth has behind you fish. You keep on wondering where to go. Can't find answers and no one knows. Yes, there's room for some more peace. Yeah.
You're now listening to Live Chat Radio. Coming up. Right, they don't they don't create roles for us. And yeah. if they do create roles for us, the majority of them are slavery roles. Yeah. So that's a whole nother issue. Yeah. And then when they do create roles for us, it's either B roles. It's not like those. They're really not rare. casting Denzels. No, Denzels. Or- Welcome to our next life segment, where we are giving you the practical, creative tools for you to be what's next in business, in music, and in life. This segment is infused with things that Esther and I know best. But even if you're not in business or in music, you can bet that there's still stuff that you can grab. So today we are talking about when you know you should stop. (laughs) Those times when you think you're headed in the right direction, in a direction that you think is good. But the reality is that you might be working in some places that you might not be the best fit for. But first, a little story. You know, I think I'm turning into my mother. (laughs) I recently went to a training event with a great group of people who were doing some really great, powerful things in the community. This group, ironically, seems to be pretty male-dominant, which is a super lucky thing for all the single girls in the room. Like, if you want to find a solid dude, this is the group to get with. At the end of our gathering, we all started to move things around and put things away. Now, I am unashamedly one of the older ones in the group, and every time I get to tout my 30-plus-year-old wisdom, you can bet I probably will. As as strong as I am, I took the weaker helping route in the cleaning game that day, though. (laughs) I picked up pins, trash, knickknacks, things that wouldn't have an ill effect on my back. (laughs) But apparently, my fellow sister and were not taking my cue. They were lifting chairs, carrying tables, all of that heavy girl power stuff. And on a few occasions, I saw a few of my sweet brothers let their sisters lift with their legs and carry giant tables across the room while they stood, chatted, and watched. (laughs) I could feel Brenda Benton rising up in me. Disturbed that we were raising a bunch of clueless and supposedly servant-minded men, I spoke up. Call it the mother in me, but I've got a Zoe scar that reminds me daily that carrying tables is for people with no uterus. I literally stopped every young woman carrying anything over six ounces and begged them to let their testosterone-filled friends be the men they were created to be. They looked at me like they looked at me like I was crazy, but yielded nonetheless. This is why I lift weights and work out, one of them explained. Yeah, I used to think the same thing. And before I could abandon the thought of my former self, one of my dear brothers reminded me that we'd done it to ourselves. Feminism, he said. Feminism told us you didn't need our help anymore. We're just not sure what we're supposed to do. And now we don't get the responses we want because we started being people who we weren't created to be and doing things we weren't created to do. But how many times does that happen, though? For me, the last few months in business have been revelatory. When I started my company, I researched agency after agency and thought I needed to design mine like the models I was seeing. So I tried that and it sucked. (laughs) And some some of it still sucks because I did the work to attract the things that I didn't even want. There are things that conventional agencies do that I just don't wanna do, but there are ideas that I have, ideas I know would be good for my clients, Ideas I've never seen, 
ideas that I'd be thrilled to execute if only I had the time. Instead, I find myself flip-flopping between a few things that I really enjoy doing and being forced into the mundane tasks that I thought were what I needed to do in order to get what I wanted. It left me exhausted and miserable in taking on non-traditional girl power roles that left me single, exhausted, and sore from a bunch of pointless heavy lifting. It wasn't until I stopped doing the things that I was not meant to do that I started to attract the things that I am. Does any of this sound familiar to you? If so, I suggest you stop and ask yourself these three solid questions. Number one, am I trying to be someone that I am not? It's so easy to look over your shoulder and around the bend at people doing things that you think you're supposed to be doing. But if those things are not in your DNA or even your strongest set of skills, abandon ship. You might just be becoming a version, a better version of them than the best version of yourself. Number two, am I modeling my business in a direction that I don't even want to go? It is so easy to get caught up doing everything at the start of being a business owner just because you got to make the money. But like my daddy says, all money ain't good money. And if you've created a business model that you can't carry out, you should consider trying something different. It's never too late. Number three, what am I doing right now that doesn't fit? Could I imagine myself doing that thing for the next 20 years? If the answer is no, stop. There are stop signs in forward motion. You'd hate to get halfway down the road only to realize you took several wrong turns along the way. So it sounds like the moral of this story is to stop. Put down the table, woman. (laughs) You were meant for more. Let someone else do that. It's okay. Just stop. Thanks so much for listening to Next Life. Ecal will be back next week with some great tips for all you musicians and aspiring musicians. We'll be back after this short break. I recall when you had nothing. You was on the block trying to prove something. That was no place for a brother like you. One like three piece sitting on the first pew, and yeah, that's you. Good kid with a big heart, and everything around you was so dark. You expected to play your part, your part, your part. But whatever the script was flipped, life hit you so hard, make you lose your grip. Now your life revolve around quarters and fifths. Rehab if you catch my drift, man. These walls ain't familiar. Never was, never will be. Even with blind eyes, I can still see, still see. I'm a long way from home. But I'm so tired of running At the end of the day it's time to go Can't tell me nothing I've got to find my way back home Thinking you must let go 
Magazine.com and be sure to join our email list. That web address again is E-L-I-S-I-A magazine.com.
listening to Life Chat Radio. Radio. Everybody, welcome back to Life Chat Radio. So this is our newest segment called Pop Life. Yeah. Because everything here is life. Everything here is called Life Chat. We talk all Hello, things life. That's duh. actually what you said at the beginning of the show. That's we exactly talk all we things do. life. All things life. And pop culture is a part of life. It's so especially our lives because we are like in we we're in it. it. We're it. so in it. Like music and branding and entertainment and all things. And radio or yeah. podcasting. Yep. And you have to know what's going on, Esther, or else what the heck are you going to talk about? You better stay relevant. <laughs> stay relevant. That was my 5% ratchet. <laughs> five. Yeah, that's right. Well, about third. Well, okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll take five. I'll yeah. take 5%. You always It's try better to, than zero. I know, but you always try to put me in like that 30% category. I think you're at least 15. There's nothing 30% Richie about me, except for the fact that I can say Richie. I'm going to say 15%. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. So we are talking today about the Oscars. Yeah, we'll Hopefully start off talking guys, about that. We'll yeah. see how long it takes. <laughs> Hopefully you guys um watched it on Sunday. Yeah. And um the host, Chris Rock, did a really interesting interesting opening, eleven minutes. It's a long opening. Yeah. 
He talked about everybody. Uh, yeah, and I didn't know. We both said this when we were watching it. We didn't know that Chris Chris Rock talks with a lisp like yes, this thing. Yes, he has a lisp. You say, you hear, you hear, say, say, That's say. so interesting. I never, I've never, like, and I'm a Chris Rock fan. Like, I like him in his movies and and I've never heard that before. You would consider yourself a Chris Rock fan? I would consider myself a Chris Rock fan. Like if he yeah, came I, to town and somebody gave you some tickets. No. If he came to town, you would buy tickets to go and see him. Because that's a Stand fan. up? No. Oh. I'm I'm more of a fan of his acting than I am of his okay, stand up. clarify that. Well, you would yeah. go to, so you would pay for movie tickets? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I would totally pay for movie tickets. Um, his stand up? Meh. I know. I He'll actually feel it. like he gets funnier as he gets older. I mean, like I watched. The, I mean, we you know we watched the his opening, so he's eleven minute spiel and really introduction to the Oscars, and he talked about a lot of people, and I laughed like you know with some funny moments in there, but I can't like he's just not like knees lapping funny. Yeah, Eddie Murphy back. He's in the Hollywood day. funny. He is Hollywood funny. But the other thing about this is that he was talking about a really uncomfortable topic. Yeah. And I feel like he was trying to make it comfortable for everybody. And I don't know if that's even possible. I feel like because when you listen to him, he really talks about everybody. So he talks about the Oscars. He talks about the actors. He talks about the people that's boycotting. Like he talks about everybody. And so if you're talking about you're talking about everybody, which is okay, I guess. Like then who? Who's on your side? <laughs> well, like everybody's like, no, you just talked about me. But I think that I think that comedians get a little bit of a pass just because they're comedians. They're comedians. It comes with the territory, <clears throat> number one. And what would happen if he would heavily would have heavily sided with one group over the other? If he would have have if he was too much hashtag Black Lives Matter dot com, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then they would have been like, you're never going to host it again. Said, now, Chris. We put you up there. We thought that you were going to do a different kind of job and they would never hire him. But first of all, you already know that they like, they had to prove his whole lineup, right? Yeah, you know they've listened to it a million times. Yeah, a million times. And so if he would have gotten up there saying anything different (laughs) from that script, they probably would have muted him and went on to like, and now introducing. Yeah, he would have been blacklisted. Yeah, he would have been blacklisted. I kind of Or whitelisted or something, (laughs) maybe. <laughs> I kind of feel like he changed some things while he was doing it mm. because Chris Rock is a professional, right? And his set didn't flow to me. Like it yeah. felt like it had some some really strange unintentional Moments. breaks. There mm-hmm. were a couple of times where he grabbed his right ear, uh, so I don't know if either his earpiece was falling out or if they were saying something something to him. But I feel like he might have changed some things. Yeah, um, well, possibly he possibly would have changed something. But even I mean, just being on the stage and seeing all of those faces staring at you, mm-hmm. like not just faces, but. <coughs> majority white faces staring mm-hmm. at you as you talk about racism <laughs> like i couldn't do uncomfortable. it uncomfortable i don't know if i could do it i could talk about a lot of things i could probably talk about church folk in front of church people uh but i don't think i could talk you do about that anyway. well <laughs> you do that anyway well, you, you know you do that pretty well well okay well okay Shade. a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think I could do what um, what Chris Rock did, though. Yeah, I I, I definitely don't think I could do that. At How all. about that Rihanna joke? Yeah. He's so gross. Did y'all hear that Rihanna joke? He said he threw some <coughs> ugly shade. No, but at, it wasn't just. It was yeah. It was shade it was at for Jada. Shada. Yeah, but it was just the. Did really you say Shada? 
<laughs> it was for Shada. It was for Shada. Yeah, uh, pun Jada. intended. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was intended for Jada, but it right. was delivered in a really grotesque kind of it way. It was like how did and Brianna's probably like, how did I get pulled into this mess? <laughs> I didn't do nothing. How did my crotch get ended up on? <laughs> end up. <laughs> what my panties got to do about what the Oscars? Panties do about the Oscars? This is so inappropriate right I know. now. He okay. has to do. And then it, he was though. like, and I wouldn't mind the invitation. Let's just be what? very clear about oh. that. hey let's go Chris Rock I really though I really hate that he he had to do it like he had to talk about it because that's what this is yeah they set it up for him to talk about it if he did not talk about it everyone would have said why you didn't talk about it it? yeah why did it (laughs) so and good PR says to hit the thing head on good PR addresses it just straight off the bat and makes it a nothing and I really think that I really think that it actually might accomplish that. I think that he brought up enough valid points to where people are going to be overhearing it. They're not going to want to hear about it anymore. And the Oscars, the Academy, on the other hand, they've done, they've already started doing their job on the other end to make sure that it doesn't, this doesn't happen again, I guess. But the thing about it is that what's okay with all of the, all of the jokes and all that kind of stuff, like what's really going to change? Well, I mean, they hired a new guy. I mean, they're going to do something or else next year people are going to they're going to talk about it again. And it's an, it's a tired argument. It's a tired conversation. But the other reality is, is that there's only so much stock to choose from. Right. Like Hollywood is a, as far as award shows. No, there's oh. so much stock to choose. For, only so much stock to choose from as it pertains to actors. Mm. Most of the films that are produced and put on the silver screen have white people in them. Right. Which is a, no, a whole nother issue right so so when um when chris rock was talking about what he told the president which is all of these people in here don't hire us that's one of the issues mm-hmm. so if you're talking no, about, they don't even write for right us. they don't they don't create roles for us and yeah. if they do create roles for us the majority of them are slavery roles yeah. so that's a whole nother issue yeah and then when they do create roles for us it's either b roles it's not like those you know it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not lead a, roles like yeah they're really not rare. casting denzels no denzels or or will smith really i mm-hmm. mean there it's really rare that you find roles like that and if they are created they already have a certain group of african-american men or women that they are going to choose yeah from. they're pulling from the same stock instead yeah. of raising up or going out to get some new ones so that we all have a, gr- a bigger group of people from which to pull and there are tons of black blacktresses we like to call them black black, <laughs> yeah and blackters all over the place as a matter of fact okay here's something really interesting thing that's happening on the other coast on the mm-hmm. east coast mm-hmm. So um, there is a new Broadway show. It's not a new Broadway. Well, it is new to Broadway. It's called Eclipsed. Okay. And it stars Lapita. How do you say her last name? Nyong'o. Okay. She was in 12 Years a Slave. Right, right. Lapita she, Nyong'o. Yeah, she won, right. yeah, she won a, an Academy mm-hmm. a couple, a couple, a couple years, years ago, ago for Best Supporting. So um, the interesting thing about this show, let me see if I can say all of the interesting things about this show. First of all, it didn't start on Broadway. Mm-hmm. They did it off Broadway, and it was directed by the woman who directed the show that I was in at Dallas Theater Center. Nice. She was the director at, for, for Les Mis at Dallas Theater Center, okay. which is so ridiculous. Like, I just worked yeah. with her last summer right. now she's working with lapita uh cool. <laughs> she's working with lapita, with lapita and um and she's also so the show that they're doing 
is written by I can't think of her name. I'm so I'm so sad that I can't think of it. Nonetheless, she's a black actress that's on The Walking Dead. Okay. And she's from some country in Africa. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful woman. I'm really sorry that I don't know her name, all of you Walking Dead fans. But um, <laughs> she wrote a story that doesn't have really a whole lot to do with American history. It has to do with something that's happening there. I don't know. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. it's called Eclipsed. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, black directed, full okay. all black cast, black d- black writer, just black, black, black. Right. Uh, and it's an all-female group, all-female mm-hmm. cast. First time it's ever happened on Broadway. Wow. It's Broadway, a billion mm, years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first time you have a black writer, a black director, and a black cast. It doesn't even happen. happen. Even on The Color Purple. It, yeah. What's even funny, yeah, Steven Spielberg, I mean, <laughs> shout out to you. Right, but, but seriously, I mean, that the wasn't color purple. you. It wasn't you. Uh, what was that that I was just about to say? Even Creed. Mm. So the interesting thing about Creed is that it's written by a black black dude i didn't know that yeah he's the same guy who did fruit uh god fruitville station the same the same the movie that michael uh michael jordan mm-hmm. was in that kind of put him on the map yeah i don't know but okay aster <laughs> i don't know jeez louise <laughs> he's a black guy though pop life all of that being said that there's it's not just that there are not black people that are being cast but it goes back to waiting for your rocket to come what they have been doing is waiting for hollywood to say pick me pick me pick me instead of taking busting down the door and making it yourself because Mm -hmm. what's inevitable is if your sales are good if the story is good they are gonna come and find you right it happened on it happened with eclipse eclipse was off broadway Mm -hmm. and it moved to broadway but it started off broadway but somebody took the initiative somebody gained the platform right took the initiative wrote the play right got the right people in place probably would have yeah. found her own producers probably probably yeah and then put the thing started up started using her own network and started figuring out how can i do this without waiting for someone to give me the opportunity to do this right and i think that's my ultimate issue even with black hollywood is that it, the academy is 88 years old it's mm-hmm. been around almost a hundred years here we are in 2016 and there's still no diversity uh, you we're gonna make some moves you're gonna yeah. be able to make some limited progression but the reality is and then and then uh, like for me it's like why is that so imperative that's good for question. for an actress or a <laughs> black actress or whatever like why is it so important to get an oscar why is it so important and, and i really feel like even the people that have gotten oscars that wasn't the reason why they got that role or they took that role. They didn't think when they were reading the script, I would hope not. Maybe some people are, but most of them I'm thinking are saying, Oh, this is just a really great role. This is just really good for me to stretch my ability and be able to, you know, like, like take this role on as my own personality and really figure out if I can do it. right, Right. You know, and in turn, they won an Oscar for it. Right. So I feel like the more that you not focus on trying to get a, a Grammy or trying to get an Oscar, or trying to get a whatever award that you want to get or that you think you deserve, the less that you start focusing on it, the more you actually receive it. Yeah. The award should be the afterthought for whatever it is right. that you're doing, whether somebody recognizes you or not, is an afterthought. You know who is a good example of that? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. How many, how many Oscars he got? Like 12? 
He's never won <laughs> really? for Best Actor. He's oh, for been Best no- Actor. He's been nominated like five times. And he's never won. How does that feel yeah, to be nominated? Leonardo DiCaprio. And Leonardo, he is one of the, he's probably he, one of the best listen. actors, hands down, in the world. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, like, um, oh, my God. Why, how did my mind go blank right <clears> now? <throat> Um, what's the movie? What's the movie? I don't know. Um, the I'll water, the ship, Titanic. the Titanic. Yeah. So I complete like I fell in love with him on that movie. Well, and he's done like a million movies since ever since then. But Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't do it for the award, obviously, or he would have given up a long time ago because he ain't won one for no best. Uh, actor. So that's a very good point because it's not necessarily just about black people. Yeah, everything doesn't <laughs> everything doesn't evolve around us, huh? Yeah, that's a that's a, yeah. That's a harsh reality. <laughs> I know, poor Leonardo DiCaprio. I really feel <laughs> <laughs> poor baby. I you really get that baby an Oscar. I know. Let me Let's s- boycott that. I I, 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 hope, I really Oscar. do hope that he wins this year. What was he nominated for? Again? I'm gonna look them up. Um, I really do hope that he wins this year because I'm so like I, I don't. I don't even know. I'm so disconnected. I just feel so disconnected from the Oscars at this point. Like, I want to try to, like, watch the movies. I have a friend that watches all of the movies leading up to the Oscars. So he, like, knows and all. I try to a little bit this year. Yeah, I've never really accomplished that fully. But, you know, hey. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio has never won an, an Academy Award. So, like, period, in his whole career. 1994, he was nominated. He wasn't even nominated for Titanic. Uh, 1994, Best. he was nominated uh, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, What's, uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, um, yeah, that was a good one. 2005, Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role, The Aviator. The Aviator, oh, great movie. Really <clears throat> 2007, <clears throat> Best performance by an actor in a leading role, Blood Diamond. With the black dude. Okay, Blood Diamond, that right. Blood Diamond when they were in Africa. Yeah, they were in Africa. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep, Africa. <laughs> a yep, 2014 Africa. Best Motion Picture. Oh, he did. He was a part of the group that won for Best Motion Picture of Four. the year. Oh, no, they didn't win. Just kidding. Nominated. <laughs> best Motion uh, Steve Picture Harvey. of the year. You, Steve sorry. Harvey in it over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, I love that movie. Yep, yep, that was yep. a really good one. Yeah, that was us. Uh, he didn't win for that? No, nominated. They were nominated. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then this year, 2016, Best Actor, uh, The Reverend. Have you seen that movie? Not yet. I haven't I've been seen it either. Really, 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 really wanting to see it. Yeah. Let me see. What did I see that is nominated? I think I only saw a couple of them. I don't think I've, I probably haven't seen it. Maybe I've seen it, but didn't even know it. I tr- it was on accident if I did. No, I, <laughs> so would, I did not intentionally. I watch would it. bet that you probably didn't watch any of these because <coughs> none of them, not. none of them look really super interesting unless you start um, researching. And then here's them. the thing: like, wh- I, I, I guess I want to know because, like, even with the Grammys, like, at least I know the requirements and kind of how the voting works. And with the Oscars, I'm like, so who? Who picks these movies? Like, you just randomly go and be like, man, that's a good one. Do they, <laughs> do they pick it from, like, you know, like, independent film stuff? Yeah. or yeah. Oh, I did see most of these. So here's why I was curious this year. Okay. I was curious because of the whole black people thing. I was like, well, let me go see if these movies <laughs> are actually bad. <laughs> There's no black people so on the whole thing. I watched uh, um, Trumbo, Brian Cranston, 
great movie. It was mm-hmm. actually, it was really, I, it, was it was really great. Trumbo? Yeah. Okay. Trumbo is about, um, golly, I need to go back and rewatch it because I watched it while Zoe was all running all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it was about the dudes who called themselves communists in like the 20s or 30s in America. And they were a part of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Hollywood blacklisted them. They called themselves standing up uh, against some injustices. But Hollywood blacklisted them. But then they, and they went to jail. Some of them went to jail for mm-hmm. a while. But then they came back and they wrote uh, under aliases. This guy wrote Spart, um, Spartacus. Nice. And and that's the he won some Academy Awards, mm-hmm. but he was using an alias the whole ah, time. Gotcha. Good movie. Um, I watched The Martian with Matt Damon. I yeah, I saw that. That one was really good. Great. Yeah, that was a really good movie. That's yeah, I forgot. I didn't even know that was nominated. See, okay, yep. great. I got one. Yep, Leonardo DiCaprio. Haven't seen it because it's still in theaters. Uh, the Reverend. Um, yeah. Michael. How do you say his last name? Fassbender. I I don't know. Steve Jobs. Uh, the movie oh. Steve Jobs that's on um, on demand right now, and I did watch this. Wait, one. he got nominated for Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. That that movie's pretty old though, right? No, no, they came out last year. Yeah, yeah. It's this one's new. There have been a couple of them. This one's new. Okay, this one's new. Okay, yeah, because uh, yeah, the other one was Jobs, and that's the one that um, oh, what's his name? Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a di- oh yeah, I that's, watched that. That's one. So old. That's I'm like, why is that movie just coming? No, this is a different okay, one. I gotcha. think it focuses on his family life. Oh okay. Like after he became Apple guy. Oh okay. And then the last one I did watch with Eddie Redman. It's called The Danish Girl. It's about the first dude who went through uh who 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 got the surgery. What's that? Like the surgery surgery? Uh-huh. Like these are Like he didn't want to be a man no like more. Like the, these yeah. surgeries? Like this it's only one. He died in the process. Oh. It was like in the twenties. Oh, mm-hmm. the sad. He listen, I could talk for a long time. And that's time called the Danish? It. The Danish girl. The Danish girl. He could win. It was he was incredibly convincing. And it Well, was at this weird. point, well, they'll know exactly who won these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, right? It's Thursday. <laughs> all right you guys so that's our pop life segment (laughs) i hope you enjoyed it we listen hey it happened i'm really (laughs) curious yeah the oscars what do you guys think about who won let us know we want to know yeah tell us live chat radio we'll be back
Hey, this is Felicia. Get updates on the Live Chat Podcast, Live Chat Live, and other great events, conversations, and more that we'd love to share with you. Sign up now at LiveChatLive.com. You're listening to Live Chat Radio. Letter, I should have known much better. Cause you're just way too clever, not get miss mine forever. And as we stroll along, the words on the page turn into the song. Glad we knew all along that you and I belong. Wondering what the others don't do So fresh I don't have a clue Just glad that I can see you And as you looked at me I ask you what do you see We've had some history The story of you and me
Doesn't she of uh, picking out amazing music for <laughs> our right. live chat listening audience? Yep, amazing music from performers. <laughs> gonna be a <laughs> That's South by so ambiguous. <laughs> you were supposed to say thank you, Felicia. Thank oh, you so thank much you for so saying much. awesome things so, about my musical taste. I know it. You're the best. Things. I know it. Um, today has been a really interesting day, huh? It really, really interesting has. show. Yeah. I am feeling inspired, as I hope you are, mm-hmm. to really get up off, get up off of that thing, uh, and dance. Yes, you feel, feel better. better. Get up off of that thing and try to release that pressure sign. Yeah, release that pressure, y'all. Get up off that thing. (laughs) Whoopi was prophetic. Wait, that's not her song. (laughs) Who sings that song? Like James Brown or something? Yeah, that's a James Brown song. The version that we were singing was... Sister Act. <laughs> Speaking of act, action. Look what you did. It's like we plan these intentional transitions. Yeah. So we had a great conversation with yes. Mr. Roger, Roger Franklin, Franklin yes. from the Actions Action Center. Yes. Actively uh, changing things in our community. Oh no. No, in our neighborhoods. Sorry. That would be like action. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so okay, neighborhood if you guys want to get plugged in with what he's doing you can go to actioncenterusa.com wait action w- no w- i'm not doing that foolishness <laughs> that is foolish y'all can go to actioncenterusa.com get plugged in with him he's got a big event coming up down yes. in southern dallas county at yep. zoom walt so lots of ways to get involved there and if you are unsure about what thing you should be doing next in order to move forward, mm-hmm. you know what you need to do? 
You need to no. you need to call Zoe Communications. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> you could call Zoe Communications. Yes. And let me tell you who will tell you me. Yes, she will tell you exactly what your next step is. And that actually is really good advice. Sometimes it's hard to do the things that you think you are supposed to be doing. Right. But they can sound so crazy that you might not have the courage to do it. Or you might not know the tangibles that you need to do. So get around some people who can help you. Call Zoe Com if you're a musician. Call E. Calloway. This is what we do. Yes. And if we ain't around, talk to Jesus. He'll tell you. He is always there. He's on the main line. Tell him what you want. (laughs) And tell him you want to know what you're supposed to be doing next in your life. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what else? We've been so churchy this evening, by the way. No, I can't help it. I can't help myself. Um... I was about to make another I know, one. You and were. I, just I know. Myself. I can't. I, I know. Stop it. So the other thing that I was going to say is to pay attention to what's around you. Yeah. Sometimes we good. we are so haphazard in figuring things out that we don't just look to see what's happening around us. So turn off your eyes for a second. Mm-hmm. Turn off the distractions. Pay attention to the things that are happening in your life. Esther actually gave yeah. a really good example just a second ago in my life. She said, this part of my life is going awesome and this part of my life feels like poop. Poop. Oh, yeah, it feels <laughs> horrible. <laughs> but if she were really to stop and think about it, she could probably see that that might be uh, the elimination of some things that don't match with where she's going. And the poop brings growth right it's yeah. like fertilization See, it how is. I did that. and cleansing <laughs> it's cleansing. like a, what it is it's like it's an like enema yeah the situation in my life is an enema you, and it's too much wait wait you don't way too much you to just be, took it to the whole dropped it you took to, it to the ground another level where it will fertilize <laughs> My place of planting. Yes. And it will gonna, grow. It's going to grow. It's going to make this, the good stuff grow. Yes. The poop makes stuff grow. <laughs> what is it with us and poop? We, have, we haven't talked about it in a while. So hey, we have to say it It's again. necessary. So I hope you guys got something from that. I felt like <laughs> I, I was going somewhere really positive. And then you started talking about poop and fertilizer. <laughs> I'm sure y'all found some word. I love Life Show Radio. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening and yes. being with us today uh, you know what you should do us a favor and share this podcast on your social media because i'm sure somebody needs to hear a mighty word about their mighty poop about their mighty poop and the, ne- the necessity of it that's true it's necessary yeah healthy okay, things grow they do they really do Growing so sad but change. true <laughs> Everyone does it. All right, you guys. So <laughs> that's all we got this week on Live Chat Radio. Golly. Um, you that know, take some action. So fast. Yeah, take some action this week. You yep. know, um, write out some actionables that are achievable for you this week. And, you know, don't overwhelm yourself. But like Felicia said, start paying attention. She actually told me that advice like last week and I and I started paying attention more. Yeah. And now I started noticing things like Things that I'm actually that I've been looking for are like right in front of my face, and that's what happens is that we get so distracted. Sitting on in to, your situation, yeah. Sitting in your situation, waiting for the rocket. Can't see. Wait, no, wait, no, your rocket. Get out! Just stop it. Stop waiting, you guys. That's healthy. All right. Catch you guys next week. Live chat radio. <laughs>
Hey yo, my soul's convicted. Hate the way that we get depicted. Picked apart in the public, the system's got me disgusted. Thrusted into the light that be despised because they love it. To watch us squirm and die under the lies that we entrusted. Self image degraded, culture imitated. Afraid to be considered as someone who never made it. We played a game eventually leading to our enslavement. The kiss of death is value and peace over liberation. I was following wealth without no knowledge itself. My empty soul made me assume that full of pockets will help. Because money, power, respect was the idols that we erected. But great perceptions ain't never lead to no resurrection. Still I rise even though the world tried to wear me down. Gotta get up on my own, bumping dies in me now. In the city that I roam, everybody seems to throw. Wish you well when you win, still standing all alone. There's a war on my mind, so I gotta stay vigilant. Be awesome though I'm humble when they think that I'm ignorant. Cause fitting in may lead to some dividends. But do the math, you don't have to face the same problems we live in there. Yeah.